we're reopening an old case. The story of the victims has to be told. And starting some new drama. Mic drop. Boom. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, June 21st. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. She might play a doctor on TV, but Grey's Anatomy star Ellen Pompeo played the part of a firefighter on Twitter this weekend after someone tweeted that the show's most recent season, its 17th, was dumpster fire trash. Pompeo's reply? Nothing but classy. All good, she replied. 17 seasons, we can't please everyone all the time. It's definitely not easy keeping it going and keeping it great. I get it. Thanks for checking it out anyway, and thanks for your feedback. It matters. Sending you love. When another fan asked if COVID would be part of the ABC medical drama's upcoming 18th season, Pompeo said, quote, I honestly don't know, but I don't think so. It's been a lot for everyone. Hopefully the worst is behind us. Carrie Fisher and Nipsey Hussle are set to be posthumously honored with stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The late actress and rapper are part of the Walk of Fame class of 2022, which includes 38 recipients chosen by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. Other honorees include Francis Ford Coppola, Macaulay Culkin, Salma Hayek, Regina King, Ewan McGregor, Tracy Ellis Ross, Gene Smart, Ming-Na Wen, and Kenan Thompson. Taylor Swift will reissue her acclaimed 2012 album Red on November 19th. The LP, which features the songs We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, I Knew You Were Trouble, and Red, is the latest album that Swift will re-record following 2018's Fearless, which she re-released as Fearless, Taylor's version, in April. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Now let's start building today's list of picks with number three, Celebrity IOU. Tonight brings the return of the HGTV series in which Hollywood A-listers help a special person in their lives get the renovation they need with a little assistance from Property Brothers Drew and Jonathan Scott. On tonight's episode, they'll help Kris Jenner surprise Lisa, her best friend of 40 years, with a dream outdoor renovation, turning a dilapidated yard into a spa-like oasis for Lisa's entire family to enjoy. Chris's daughters Kendall Jenner and Kim Kardashian will also stop by to pitch in. Is it too soon to call this a Keeping Up the Kardashians reunion? Hmm. Here's a clip from the episode. What we think doesn't matter because, <laughs> hold that, I'll just call the boss and ask Chris what she thinks. Chris always ignores Drew's calls, but she always answers mine. Oh, you should try. You should try <laughs> now and see if she picks out your call. Ooh, this would hurt. Hey! Yes. You screened Drew's call, but you answered mine. I, that makes me very happy. I know. Right. Sorry. Sorry, okay. Drew. We have some important decisions we need to make regarding the pool and the hot tub, the tile. We want to use in the pattern. Sure, yeah. I'm so excited to see what's happening. Well, you too can see what's happening on Celebrity IOU tonight at 9 on HGTV. It's trivia time. Property Brothers and celebrity IOU star Jonathan Scott once turned down an offer to be on what network reality show? Survivor, The Bachelor, or Big Brother? Stay tuned for the answer. 
Now on to our number two pick, which may reignite an old true crime obsession, HBO's I'll Be Gone in the Dark. The docuseries previously explored late writer Michelle McNamara's investigation of the Golden State Killer and returns tonight with a special episode to conclude that story. In the summer of 2020, the killer, a.k.a. Joseph James D'Angelo, was finally sentenced to life in prison for his spate of rapes and murders in the 70s and 80s. Many of the survivors and victims' family members featured in the series reconvened to witness his sentencing and face their attacker directly for the first time. Here's a preview. A violent crime never ends with a victim. The pain reverberates months and years later. For years, there was no justice, but I don't need to worry anymore. It has been 16,417 days since Joseph D'Angelo began his reign of terror. I had a murder habit, and it was bad. We wanted to be heard. My life would never be the same again. D'Angelo told me he'd kill me if I didn't do what he demanded. The survivors have spoken clearly. The defendant deserves no mercy. That is some powerful stuff, but it doesn't end there. The episode also shines a light on the case that first sparked McNamara's fascination with true crime, the 1984 rape and murder of Kathy Lombardo near her hometown of Oak Park, Illinois. The special dives into McNamara's research into that case, bringing new revelations to light, and carries on her legacy of persistency, seeking out answers to unsolved crimes like these. I'll Be Gone in the Dark returns tonight at 10 on HBO. Believe it or not, this November will mark 20 years since Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone first hit theaters. All those movies are currently streaming on Peacock if you're in the mood for a rewatch. But before you go over there, we have another viewing recommendation from Bonnie Wright, who played Jenny Weasley in the eight Potter films. Wright recently spoke to EW's Rosie Cordero, who asked her, what you watching? Oh, I tell you a show I'm watching right now is Lupin. Well, I should say Lupin oh. French, but um, I really love that. I was a bit late to watching it. I'm only watching the first series, and I made sure to watch it in French with subtitles, not dubbed, because I think it like automatically went to that Netflix. Um, and I've been loving that. Uh, what, what do you love about it specifically? I just love, I don't know, I love how it goes back and forth between him as a child and him now, and I think the performance of both of them is just so brilliant. Uh, and I just love, I'm always really interested in like how books are woven into like modern day stories and how like people look to like characters in history. And I'm, so I'm interested in that, how they're weaving that in. Um, and I just think he's such a like master of what he's doing. And he has such like good like story to be wanting to like seek revenge for, like his father and, and that relationship. So I like that and it's just fun being in Paris and being transported to somewhere else. It's definitely not LA. You may recall Lupin, or Lupin, was our number one pick last weekend. The show just dropped a new batch of episodes on Netflix. To recap, it's the tale of a gentleman thief on a quest for revenge against the wealthy family who framed his father for theft. You can catch up on the show on Netflix right now. I highly recommend subtitled, but English dubbing is also an option if you prefer. Stick around. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch will be right back. Hey, everyone.
everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, Tim Burton's Batman was released on June 23rd, 1989, starring Michael Keaton as the Caped Crusader, Jack Nicholson as the Joker, and Ken Basinger as Batman's love interest, Vicki Vale. The film earned acclaim from critics and more than 400 million at the worldwide box office, revitalizing Batman's popularity and helping pave the way for the modern superhero movie. Speaking of which, Keaton is set to don the Batsuit once more in the upcoming Flash movie, due for release in November 2022. And now let's crank up the drama for today's number one pick, The Bachelorette. The Wrong Reasons Express keeps on chugging in tonight's episode, picking up in the fallout of Carl's cocktail party bombshell last week. Katie reminds the men that anyone who's there just to get famous can see themselves out. Later, former Bachelor Nick Vile drops by to lead a quasi-group therapy session, and Katie reveals a painful secret from her past. Keep some Kleenex handy for that. And for the moment, single dad Michael shares his full story with the guys. Why must this show make us feel things? Elsewhere this week, Katie literally flips head over heels for her one-on-one date with Michael A., and drama begins to boil over in the house. Here's a preview. Her entire world right now is just crumbled. He single-handedly made her doubt her relationship with each and every one of us. We have to live in this house together, but the house is broken. This is a bad person. I'm done with him. I'm done with him. You're going to have to trust me on this. Tom is some sort of manipulative psychopath. I feel such a strong pull to you. Have you ever thought, maybe I could end up being the bachelor? Yes. That was a thought that was on my mind. Bring it on. I'm overwhelmed with what our love can be. There's a real woman's life that's in the balance. It's a bad thing that I did. It's his word against the entire house. Oh my God. I didn't come here for the bromance. I didn't come here for the friendships. When is enough enough? If you want to come at me, come at me. I don't give a Well, that sure sounded like someone's there for the wrong reasons. Tune in to ABC at 8 p.m. to see how it all plays out. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Property Brother star Jonathan Scott once turned down an offer to be on what network reality show? Survivor, The Bachelor, or Big Brother? As it happens, the answer is The Bachelor. Scott told Parade in a 2014 interview, quote, Temptation Island is the kind of show I would be more interested in. 
Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usdin.